This Mother's Day, celebrate the extraordinary women in your life with a heartfelt gift from Blue Nile. Whether it's for your mom, a mother figure, or yourself as a mom, find that perfect piece to express your love and appreciation. Explore Blue Nile's exquisite pearls and mesmerizing gemstones that she's sure to love. Enjoy fast shipping options like guaranteed free shipping and returns. Make this Mother's Day unforgettable with a piece from Blue Nile. Right now, get up to 50% off at BlueNile.com. That's BlueNile.com. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50% to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns. Many Irish people celebrated the election last weekend of US President Joe Biden, a man who is very proud of his Irish roots. But President-elect Biden may need a little bit of a history lesson. And Barry Holland from Court McSherry is the man who can give it to him. And he joins me to explain more. Good morning to you, Barry. Good morning, Patricia. Now, President-elect Joe Biden made a recent speech about his great-grandfather, one Edward Francis Blewett. Tell us what he said about Edward Francis Blewett. Uh, If I'm correct, he uh, referred to Edward Francis Blewett as being the first Irish Catholic state senator ever elected to the state of Pennsylvania. And that simply is not true when you're going, you're fact-checking that. The fact-checking has been done. In fact, it's been done in the US. Oh, well. was it? Oh, was oh, yeah, it? Okay. So I'm, only, I'm only picking up the pieces here, but it was done, it was done in the US. He gave that speech in a, in a town in Pennsylvania called Erie in the north coast of Pennsylvania. And it was fact-checked shortly after and said, actually, that honour belongs to a man by the name of James McSherry. Now, tell us so, who James McSherry was. If you allow me to start from the start, Patricia... Um, the McSherry's, um, there's a town in, in, in Pennsylvania, about um, in Adams County in Pennsylvania, with about 3,000 people. It's 100 miles west of Philadelphia and 12 miles east of Gettysburg, famous for the Battle of the Civil War and the famous speech that Lincoln gave. Uh, McSherry's town was founded by a man by the name of Patrick McSherry. Now, Patrick McSherry's origins came from Antrim in, 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 in the north of the country. But if we go back a couple of generations, the McSherry's were actually... Uh, originated from what is now Court McSherry. The first uh, the people who Court McSherry is named after were originally Normans. They were by the surname of Hodnett, and they settled, or they came from Shropshire in the UK and settled in and around uh, Court McSherry, near to where the hotel is today, we believe. The, as, as what would happen at the time with the Normans, that they would have, have assumed Irish customs, Irish culture, even the language, and as the saying goes, they became more Irish than the Irish themselves. So the Hobbits changed their name to what would be uh, Mock Hayfrig, which would be the son of Geoffrey. Geoffrey obviously would have been Geoffrey Hobbit. So son of uh, son of Geoffrey. So that's where the name Court Vic Hayfrig comes from. So anglicize McHayfrig and you get McSherry. So the McSherry's were uh, ran out of Court McSherry by Cromwell, by an agent of Cromwell by the name of Robert Gookin in the late sixteen forties. Um during the Cromwellian conquest, when Cromwell would have burnt the likes of, or his forces would have burnt the likes of Tim Lee Gabby, they were vagrants for quite some time, and then they settled uh, in Antrim in the north of Ireland. Obviously, then that brings into uh, context then Patrick McSherry, 
who was a descendant of theirs, he immigrated to the U.S. in and around the 1740s. And in 1763, he purchased 300 acres of land near the southern border of Pennsylvania which, with Maryland. And he split into 60 lots. And that, is the, that was the foundation of the town of McSherry's Town in 1763. And are, so, are the people of McSherry Town, are they aware of Court McSherry? They have been aware, Patricia, of our existence, would, I would say, with over 70 years at this stage, possibly more. They, it's, it's in documented form. We can see that they've, they, they've written about it in their local newspapers for in excess of 70 years. It's probably the traditional case of Americans that immig- or Irish people that immigrated to America. They knew exactly what they're, where they came from and what their, you know, their, their, their generational history going back. Uh, for us in Court McSherry, um, as far as I'm concerned, I wasn't aware of this until about 2018. And I did a bit of digging um, with the help of some people in the local history group. And I actually made contact with some of the people over in McSherrystown through their mayor's office, a history group over there. And they were able to send me back a book that they published in 1963 for their bicentennial anniversary of the foundation of their town, which made reference to Court McSherry. Ah, fantastic. So they knew all about it. Isn't that fantastic? So this is where the, the, the political connection comes in then, of course, is that James McSherry was the son of Patrick McSherry, the founder of McSherry's town. He was elected to the U.S. Senate in 1813. He served until 1817. He actually says, subsequently served in the U.S. House of Representatives from 1821 until 1823 as well. And in traditional Irish fashion, his son went on to the, into the political fray as well. His son, William McSherry, served two years, or two, three years since in the Senate as well. I so, wonder, have they any direct descendants still living there? Up until very recently, I was informed by some of the people in McSherry's town, there was a direct descendant of the McSherry's still there. I'm not so sure that the surname still exists. Yeah. But um, as far as I was concerned, there was only one or two living relatives of the original McSherry's still um, still alive. So as far as I know, I don't know of any more. They haven't told me Yeah, and would there be months. any direct descendants still living in Court Mac? I think there was something, again, through just my searching research, that there was, DNA test done through Ancestry, the Ancestry.com website, and yeah. that the DNA between the, they had done the DNA test between the people in Antrim, the McSherry's in Antrim, which there are still McSherry's in Antrim, by the way, and the McSherry's are the descendants of the McSherry's in the US. They were very, very, I suppose, DNA distant, um, that they couldn't actually tie down, ah. and, you know, at a very direct link. Um, I can't, I think of the terminology they use, but they were kind of rather, they were rather distant, all right. But that, that, they, they, the people in Antrim know that their, um, their ancestors immigrated to America and equally so the people in America know that their ancestors immigrated from Antrim and originated from Port McSherry originally. Yeah, and actually I was, I had John Creedon on the broadcaster with his new book that the, what is it, the place, uh, the place I call home where he, you know, looks at the history of place names and actually part of the book talks about the Irish diaspora leaving the shores and going, you know, all over the world and they brought the names with them and that's why, you know, dotted all over the world you'll find Irish place names. Absolutely, and not only will you find the names, we also kept the religion as well. In that they, 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 there's quite a prominent amount of Roman Catholics still uh, that live in and around the uh, the McSherry's Town area. But as, if I was to put a couple of twists on the story for you, Patricia, the um, obviously that the name Pennsylvania originates from a man by the name of William Penn. He was a Quaker, 
and he uh, originated from uh, England. He founded the state of Pennsylvania in around the 1600s. His father was an, 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 a man also by the name of William Penn, Sir William Penn. He was an admiral and he was a politician, an admiral with the English Navy. He was granted McCroom Castle in the mid-1600s, but he lost it subsequently. And he was granted lands at Shanagarry of about 7,000 acres. But also, interestingly enough and bizarrely, he was granted in and around 5,000 acres in the Barony of Ibane. Now, the Barony of Ibane is effectively the parishes of Barry Row and the Ardfield Parish as well, what was the old Barony of Ibane. So, William Penn's father had held land in around the Barry Row Court. Isn't that again. incredible? What an incredible twist. To make another twist on that story, the men who actually, the man who, let's say, ran the McSherry's out of Court McSherry was a man by the name of Robert Gookin. He was referred to as Cromwell's spy. His brother, Charles, was subsequently made Deputy Governor of Pennsylvania by William Penn himself. So you could not. I'm. 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 After opening a Pandora's box, you really have. You really have. And 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 I can sense the enthusiasm in your voice. You're loving it. Oh, this is this is unbelievable. I, I was. I was. I was really intrigued to start to know that there was a connection between Court McSherry and McSherry's town. We had established that. But no, this stuff is just blown out of the water altogether. You know, it's, like, it's like I can go around in circles, but every time I go around in circles, I'm finding connection. There's a book in it for sure. Listen, I enjoyed, I enjoyed that history lesson. And I was going to ask you, had your plans to write to the White House to, to fill in Joe Biden after the 20th of January? But you say he is aware that he got his information wrong. Well, the other president had a lot of fact-checking, don't you? Poor old Joe only had a little bit. If that was all he got wrong, it wasn't too bad. Listen, Barry, I enjoyed our chat. Thank you for that. Look after yourself. And thanks a million for joining us. Uh, Good morning to you. Uh, Bye-bye. That is uh, Barry Holland uh, joining us from Court McSherry. Want flexibility? Take yoga. Want flexibility with your health insurance? Check out United Healthcare Insurance Plans. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they offer flexible, budget friendly medical, dental, and vision coverage that may be right for you. More at uh1.com. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more and is all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com pack for free shipping and 365-day returns.